Welcome to this week in Metropolis. Yep, King P here. And Stelio7, and welcome to another week in Metropolis. Or this week in Metropolis. Let's or start another like episode of This Week in Metropolis, even. You know me, I'm, I'm a bit rubbish when it comes to uh, remembering what things are. Um, <laughs> remembering the name of the um, podcast you've been doing for the last year and a bit. Exactly, exactly. How, how you been, Matt? All right? Good. Enjoying the beautiful sunshine it is too hot that's what i've been doing you know 30 something degrees is feels like in california rather than um east coast of england Mm, definitely definitely um one thing i've found during this time obviously we've all been in um different situations during the lockdown and some of us are back to work um some of us are still working from home like we are um, but it has meant that we've all got to spend a little bit more time with our families and my wife in particular. Um, maybe I'm starting to see sides of her that I wasn't fully aware of before. Um, and what I mean by that is she is a keen advocate of um, going green as such on, uh, and I don't mean any drug related uh, terms there, I mean for the environment. So making sure with uh, recycling and um, yeah, using using things that are uh, better for the environment. Which so, is always a good thing. It yeah. is a good yeah, thing. And I, 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 I do not deny that. But there are certain elements that frankly shock me when she comes out with them and the one that I had in the last couple of weeks was she said to me so you know toothpaste and I went go on and she starts telling me that because the tube that a tooth that your toothpaste comes in isn't recyclable um she said there's an alternative to that which is a tablet that you can just crunch on and it will clean your teeth. Now, I know, because I've had conversations with my in-laws about this when I was trying to explain to them how balmy she was being, and they said, oh, yeah, that used to be quite a common thing back in the day. For a lot of smokers, they used to have these tablets that would clean like their teeth. Like an extra strong mint, basically. Well, well, that's what I keep thinking. Surely it's just a mint. But, yeah, this is this is like another... What My question to you, Matt, is... When does it get too far with these things? I mean, surely the companies that are making your Colgates, your um, whoever, whatever ones there are, um, that are, that are making these products that aren't recyclable, surely they must be looking into these things. Mm. Otherwise, why would why would people why would they keep selling them if people are starting to turn on it in that respects? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I would have thought the solution in this situation is making the packaging out of something that is recyclable and as you mm. said there's got to be an option could you use like a paper-based one mm. for example that you know you could then recycle afterwards it could have some sort of coating on the inside to stop yeah. it going mushy yeah. because i just feel that i don't for, for me i i agree i'm i'm a big you know believer in our environmental things but with basic hygiene 
like I don't want to compromise my basic hygiene just for the sake of like something like that. And that's probably completely the wrong outlook in terms of well, I don't care if I can't recycle that. I, I've got good teeth. Do you know mm. what I mean? But it's, it feels a bit like well, we can, we can't recycle the um, uh, shower gel bottles anymore, so we're gonna have to lick ourselves clean. You know, it's <laughs> like is it? <laughs> Well, the, you go again, back a bit. <laughs> the, the certain thing, I mean, she she did start buying, um, you know, bars of soap that were, you know, shower shower gel soaps or whatever. Yeah. Um, which again kind of takes me. Back. I remember as a kid, you used to have a soap on your on your sink or whatever that you mm. wash your hands with. Yeah. Um, but in the shower, you'd always I'd always have a shower gel or something. Yeah. Or even in the bath, you'd use some sort of shower gel. So, but See, now I, I mean. Sorry, say again. I, I was going to say, with, when it comes to like shower gels and things like that, I, I, which is on a slightly different note, but I'm a fan of, I buy simple shower gel, which has got less um, sort of chemicals and things like that. In, and I have used, um, I think it's black soap or something it was called before. It's like a natural organic soaps. And, and I've tried sort of organic shower gels and things like that and they, they don't soap as much but but that was more from a um you know using less chemicals point of view i think yeah. i think they're they're okay yeah I, I also think it's the 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 problem that some people and i i put myself in that category is we're so used to doing something in a certain mm. way that to change the way you behave or the way you do something sometimes yeah. that people just aren't as adaptable and I think yeah. like I say I think I'm very much like that with you know when our daughter was born this year um, my wife decided to use reusable nappies that we put through the wash you know and again it's a completely different you think oh yeah well, pretty straightforward and I understand the benefits of doing that but mm. to me it just seems like such a backdated way of doing things yeah. or a you know an old-fashioned way of doing it yeah. the 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 logistics of it are that we use a hell of a lot less nappies by using it that way than the ones mm. in the front way that just go on to landfill or whatever yeah so i get it but it's it's again it's just that adapting and changing the the ways that you do things which are yeah. just fascinating but that, for me there's still there's still certain things and, and I, I mentioned the two facts she she hasn't bought these tablets i'm pleased to announce um and if she did she can use them herself and i'll go and buy myself my own toothpaste i'd worry with something like that because I, I think when the nappies yeah it's like I, I, unfortunately with a lot of these things it things are designed for convenience and like with the nappies yeah it's convenient isn't it having you know raised two children and have been through that and the, the ability you're out and you need to change nappy and you put it in a bin and you get a new one and yeah it's amazing isn't it um but of course very bad for the environment but i feel like with the toothpaste to, like using the toothpaste in a toothbrush you're rubbing the i don't know scientific fact but surely you're like rubbing the dirt off and you're rubbing the plaque off and you're, you're yeah. cleaning yeah. that's a tablet gonna do that because I surely think... it's only gonna go in certain where, places where you're biting yeah. I, yeah I don't know how it works as a tablet whether it foams up in your mouth but but there is also you can also get like a, a powder can't you have you seen that that you can mm. get instead of a toothpaste so you have like a little tin 
It's got like a powder in it that you, right. I think you rinse your toothpaste, dab it in the, the powder. I think I've used that and in then the use, And then use yeah. that instead, um, which I think is supposed to be pretty good because I think you can get like a charcoal-based one, which is a bit weird and your whole mouth yeah. goes black. But, um, but isn't it, don't they sell like whitening toothpaste with charcoal in it? I'm, mm. I'm sure that's a, a thing, isn't it? Mm. Chewing something reminds me, you know, when you go into a service station and use the toilet in a service station. Yeah. They sell in the machines those little funny chew things. I've never had one, but it just looks like a, I don't know, a stickle brick, if you remember stickle bricks yeah, that you chew on. Yeah. yeah. And there no, you go. I think I've ever seen them. But yeah, weird. Weird. Um, but that's my wife, and that's why we're married. Well, and uh, I look forward to the updates. And like every city, if we, especially if we are doing videos, every single video... And the deterioration in in your teeth mouth, when you start using the um... yeah yeah that'll really show. <laughs> when I've got these false dentures in at some point, I'll get gold ones. Gold ones, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. you'd just have to polish them, won't you? That's, oh yeah. Oh, and I'd probably I'd probably have to get that in something that's uh, fully recyclable. Yeah. Changing uh, gears slightly, have you seen the? Um, this I think it was was it the end of last week? It might have been the beginning of this. I can't remember what day it was now. But Instagram have now brought out their own rip-off version of um, TikTok called Reels. Yes, now, I, I was hounded by it when I switched on whatever particular day it was, and it kept coming up, and I thought, yeah. God, I, I don't want to use it. But even after it, I couldn't find out where to do it anyway. It, right. well, maybe it's just me being thick, but. I could see on there, you know, like you got IGTV and these bits. I couldn't find it. Is it a menu option or? I think it is. In your, when when you go into your stories of Instagram, you can. That's uh, the layout that's changed now. Well, certainly on Android phones it has. But I mean, I never. I got sent TikTok videos to watch by friends. Um, I think you might have even been in a TikTok video that you done with your family. But I did. Yeah, shame on you. Um, However, when I say shame on you, it's it's another trend. It's it's yeah. certainly taken off. I'm not as keen on getting into it. I feel like it's just going to be a phase, and then it'll probably die away somewhere quietly. But Instagram or Facebook, who obviously own Instagram, they're getting on board with it and trying to um, do the same thing. What are your thoughts? I think it's very hard with these companies. You've seen it quite a lot with different things. Um, but I, I get why Instagram wants to do it. And then to be honest, you know, Facebook owned Instagram, Facebook bought Instagram because it was stealing some of their territory. It bought um, WhatsApp because it was stealing some of its territory. It tried to buy Snapchat, but couldn't. And they refused. And then it added stories, which was like the competitor to Snapchat. So no, like they have been doing it for, for years. But I think... Like, TikTok has just had a huge, huge growth, doesn't it? And there's like billions and billions of people or whatever that use it. And it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know how, whether someone would see it as a, I'm, I'm not a big, tic, I'm not a TikTok user. My son uses it. But even seeing that the, the only things that I see on it, and I think that's pretty cool, are the, like the dance things. And it's cool from like a, I think it's quite engaging, especially with you know children in that 
there'll be a popular song and there's this dance and you know they they can learn the dance and, and things like that i think that's quite good but when you see so many other stuff it's like um uh when youtube and youtube still suffers from it now when people are sort of growing their presence on youtube and they were just doing the cheapest like thing just like clickbait stuff yeah and that's what it feels like on on tiktok it's just like this constant bombardment of oh i'm doing something stupid or uh, i don't know look at me i've filled my house with baked beans or yeah it's like, <laughs> like this stupid thing yeah, but maybe i'm old <laughs> yeah now i've got a million views but now what we're gonna do yeah oh so, yeah that, that's that to me it's a bit trashy it's like um i know it feels like reality tv uh, yeah as such but that makes that make you saying that makes me think of um wreck it ralph 2 where he breaks the internet um and and they've got like the whole youtube thing on there yeah. and they get him to do a video just so it gets the most views <laughs> him, him getting angry or getting yeah just makes me yeah think of that. exactly but yeah clickbait you're exactly right mm. are, are we trying to grow our uh youtube following maybe we need to jump on board with this with quality content yeah quality exactly um so if we do a tiktok video and like it can be just us talking and then you i know explode into fire or something like that yeah, yeah that can be or arranged. your teeth fall out because in the, the because of the chat you've been chewing spot on i love it okay so um, uh, but but yeah it just feels like i don't know just because something's been successful in one way doesn't mean it it's going to be someone else does it it's going to be just as successful i think it's tiktok has just latched onto this i don't know just become this thing that has i don't know people are clearly inspired by it but well, even from a music sense you mentioned it just a minute ago like yeah i'm pretty sure hasn't jason derulo like done his own lyrics yeah. to, to one of the songs which is so annoying and is like in my head constantly yeah. you hear it once and then that and there's, there's a whole dance to that and yeah that, that's and the tiktok now does you know to a He's certain extent influence music I, I don't know the moves um <laughs> it was to a certain extent um making hits there have been so many songs mm. out um that have started on tiktok that people just picked up on I think because um, of the timing of it, with with it almost coming out during lockdown, or or at least, uh, well, no, it, you, it used to be musically is what it used to be called. Um, right, it, was, okay. it was an app called Musically, which was people could lip sync to stuff basically. Right. So you'd have a catalogue of songs, and you'd just you pretend you were singing the songs, and you could then share that. Yeah. Um, but. Um, the company, I think it's a Chinese company, is it Byte Dance or something? It's it, whatever the company is that bought it, rebranded it as TikTok, and now it's just it's gone nuts. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I think with you know from the Instagram perspective, I, I can't imagine it's gonna stick around. But but stories is pretty cool. Yeah, and did, did they do stories before Facebook? Because Facebook, I mean, they've both got them, and yeah. I guess they're owned yeah. by Yeah, I said Instagram put stories on there to compete with Snapchat. Yeah. Because uh, Snapchat wouldn't sell to Facebook, so they just did oh. their own. But I like how stories I like, because it was, I thought, where that sits is, if you've 
use Instagram and you've got your profile when you put things on there, there are some things that you might want to post that don't fit with what you're putting on there. Mm-hmm. Like my one is predominantly my art. And yeah. I, I, if I have something nice for dinner, like for example, do I then want to put that on there? And then that's going to sort of disrupt what's going on. But with stories, I could put, oh, look at this, whatever, and put it on stories. And it, it's, it's in addition to the main profile. So I think yeah. that works quite well. So I guess, you know, this new thing could do the same, couldn't it? And I, I think also it it kind of, it probably isn't targeting, uh, not stories, but going back to TikTok and Reels, it doesn't necessarily target probably our age group. I think a young no, exactly are absolutely in love with it because of yeah. the creative side. And, it, and, and to some extent, as much as I'm not a fan of it as such, I think it does add a creative element to you know young, younger people and they're kind of yeah. how they learn it like it is exactly clever. some of these videos are clever still yeah so um and, and that's what i love about these that you know you you have to think about these pieces of software which all they are like the instagram and so on mm. and they become what they become because of how people use it it's mm. you know if you think instagram was made for sharing photography and adding filters to it and things like that yeah. 10 years ago and it's evolved into like a media platform but and now when you know, we post podcast videos on it and and people do all different crazy stuff on, on there now and yeah. it's their creativity like you said it's that they take this thing and think rather than thinking well i can only do this the younger generation and people just look at it and think oh that's cool i can they look at it completely open-minded, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set up a, a podcast, or I'm gonna do dance videos, or I'm gonna do tutorials on whatever, and it's yeah, it takes its own form, doesn't it? Which is yeah, definitely. really cool. Yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of tech, you told me off air about a couple of things that caught your eye this week, tech-related. Well, I saw something and I, I just saw, we often talk about things like the future and how you know, things have evolved and stuff like that. And and there's, this is something that you can buy very soon if you're in China, that is not in the UK or, or anywhere else. But um, Xiaomi, the, which is a Chinese manufacturer, make a lot of different tech, um, have released a oled transparent television and basically what's transparent about it is it's a like a pane of glass that you can see through so if you had it in front of the window you could see through it and it wouldn't look like anything was there Mm -hmm. but then when you turn the tv on it then is a tv and it fills the screen as as any other tv would and there are some pictures when you see the demonstrations of it and they actually demonstrate um video with transparent background so it looks like in the pictures like a butterfly floating on the screen and moving around but nothing else so it's looks really really cool um it's a 55 inch tv so it's it's a, a decent enough size but i just see it, it's mind-blowing See it is mind-blowing like because I, I like things like that because it kind of makes makes your room feel bigger probably as well mm. where it doesn't feel like it's cluttering up an area in your house or whatever i mean yeah i know, I know you've got your 
TV mounted to the wall, which I, I, I would love to do with mine, but I've, I've just got too many other things connected to it. And I'm sure I'm sure I could if I wanted to, but it, it just wouldn't work for me in my current home. But even what you've done in yours must create a lot more space. But imagine then mm. not actually being even able to see that because it's yeah. still it's still a distraction when you see something huge pinned to the wall. Yeah. So if you couldn't see it, oh, I'm intrigued to know, and you've you've seen the article about it. Is what about the wires? Could you well, not just no. see, could you just see some wires hanging down no. the wall? <laughs> what are the wires it. for? The compromise with it is because they've done uh, a clear screen is like some of the thinner TVs you can get now. It's got a, a, a substantial sort of box at, at the bottom. Right. Um, which it looks a bit like it, what Samsung it, do. Yeah, but this one is attached to it. So they got all the, the, the wizardry as such in, inside of it. But I was re- watching a video about this because I think LG make... I don't know whether LG make the panels or LG... Um, yeah, actually it is. It's this particular one is based on LG's... Um, transparent display um, what they said is a, a lot of the display is because you have a backlight right. so in normal TVs you have to have a, a you know a, a certain amount of stuff to create the backlight mm. whereas with this the whatever technology is it I think it's the OLED aspect of it it generates its okay. own sort of backlight yeah. it's uh, the compromise is it looks really cool and it's transparent but um, you lose a lot of the colour definition, apparently. So yeah. it wouldn't be as good as a brand, like an equivalent TV, like a normal one. Yeah. Um, it just depends whether you want a, you know, a clear TV or not. I've, really. I've, I mean, I've got an OLED, and the the light back lighting on that is the pitch quality is just another level. But then I just yeah. went from a normal HD television up to a 4K OLED, and that's, uh, I guess it's like going from a Mini to a Ferrari, I guess. It's, uh... Well, e- even you know, having bought a new monitor recently and sort of having a 1080p IPS monitor from this year compared to my old monitor, which is, I think that was from 2011, still 1080p, like the colour balance on it is just worlds apart. Mm. Uh, you you see them on the on the new monitor and think oh right that's what that color is but then it, it, you see them in comparison it's sort of a it's got a bit of a tint to it it's the only way I'd describe yeah. it it's just, just not quite right but you um, you got the thing is because they're always developing new technology like we've you and I have got new new um, TVs and and like you say you've got a new monitor and you know up to date yeah. phones and things like that. They're always going to be kind of two years ahead, probably yeah. in, in the in the factories making the newer stuff or in the, yeah. in the you know testing labs and all that. Where something's going to come out in a year or two that's just going to blow what we've got out of the water, and you just it's hard exactly. to keep up with it really. So you just need to have something that you know you're going to benefit. I mean, my last TV I must have had for like eight to nine years. Mm. So I hope that this one isn't. I hope that technology is not going to go on so fast that my one that I've recently got is then going to be substandard for whatever's coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I think the good thing is, is it always means that, or not always means, but now we're at the point where the base level of sort of technology is so good. Do you know, you, you're you're not compromised. No, it's not like you're going from a CRT TV to you know, yeah. a, a 4K 
um, OLED. It's not that sort of different. It's you know you look at even that, my old monitor. I'd use it in a dual screen setup now, so I've still got my old monitor. Looking at it, it still looks great, but yeah. in comparison, you think oh. But I, I love that with this transparent thing, just just a note on the cost, the prohibitive thing, again, like you said, it's brand new technology. Um, it'll cost you around $7,000 for a 55-inch TV, wow. which, I mean, you know, the equivalent you could buy for easily less than a grand, probably, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah. Um, but what I was thinking, looking at the transparent thing, imagine if they start making phones with that yeah. technology. Yeah. So you you know you're getting sort of bezel list all the time and sort of things like that. Imagine if it just had sort of like a little block at the bottom and the rest of it was transparent or something like that. I'd that'd lose it. That'd look nuts, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, you would lose it or stand on it or something like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Where did I put my phone? Yeah. I can't see it. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to have some sort of like whistle or whatever so it goes a solid colour or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it'd be amazing for things like um, Pokemon Go. And stuff like that, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, if yeah. You just you know the augmented reality stuff. You could, you'd be, you would imagine the things were in the room. Mm. That'd be, yeah, it would be incredible. But again, it, it could be where a lot of things go. Mm. And while we're on the subject of new uh, technology, and and you mentioned Pokemon there, so it kind of is a nice transition into uh, this week's question mark. Yes, we have another question from Mark. Um, and he said, um, with um, new consoles on the horizon, end of the year, I think I think Xbox announced or Microsoft announced this week that the Xbox uh, is coming out in November now. Yeah, it was leaked apparently. Yeah. Um, some, for some reason, I can't remember where it is, but somewhere in the States, um, accidentally started selling the new controllers. Yes, um, that's yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And um, on the box, it said like, "Do not open until November the sixth or, or something like that." So it's now thought that November the sixth is the is the big day, which seems really soon. I know it's the end of the year, but it feels like only recently we were talking about it coming out, and now it's probably here. trying to get a head start on Sony, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, Mark's saying with that and the the PS five coming out. Um. They're both looking at around £500 in the UK, I think. Could be more or less. Um, he said, is it worth buying these when there's so many kind of online gaming options? You've got um, the Xbox one. Is is that the Game Pass? Yeah. Um, you've got, obviously, PlayStation Plus or I think there's PlayStation Now. You've got PC online gaming, which has come on leaps and bounds through Steam. I know me and you both use Steam. So, yeah. There's there's so many alternatives that cost a hell of a lot less. Mark's question is: Is it worth investing that sort of high sum of money again in a in a new console? Personally, I I will end up getting the Xbox without a doubt. Um, mm. I've had the last however many iterations four has it been? No. No. From the original original Xbox 360. Yeah, so original 360, Xbox One, and then I've got the One S. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, I will just because I'm loyal to the brand now as such, and I've got loads of games from it. Um, but I think that the weird thing with these, and I think we said it in a recent episode, is that you look at the latest technology that these consoles are bringing, 
and it's really stuff that's been around for a long while. It's not like it's new to a console and it's new to anyone who can buy that package and stick it on their telly and get this thing. But if you've had a PC for any amount of time, some of the things you would probably, you know, the amount of RAM or the graphic capabilities or, or just, you know, that some of the selling points in these new consoles is they use SSD hard drives. And you think how long they've been around, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um to reduce the load time so personally i will get one but i always with the new consoles i like to wait yeah. the costs will come down all the bugs that it'll have will be ironed out the games the games that are coming out on it now are probably equivalent to you know some of the games you've already got on the console so mm. it's you know I, there's not a lot of incentive for me but i have a pc as well um, which is fairly um, not high end, but a very well specced PC. Yeah. Like, like Mark said in his thing, every week, um, Epic, because Epic are, have set up their own game store and they're trying to compete with Steam and doing very well at it, they give away two free games. Like right. just for being, just for having that store installed, you get two free games. You know, so things like that, great. I've yeah. got a library of 50-odd games that I've not paid a penny for just because they're given away for free. And the, and the sales they they do, um, you know, I, I think there was, recently I got I got GTA V for free. And then um, because I got that for free, they gave me a £10 voucher, right. which I could use in the sale to buy a game, which then cost me about a tenner to buy another really you know, top-end game. And then when I bought that and they gave me another £10 voucher, you just think, well, this is crazy. Yeah. If I had an Xbox, or if you was doing the same on an Xbox, you'd be looking at like 50 quid for some yeah. of the new games, wouldn't you? And yeah. But saying that on the Xbox, I'm sure it's the same with you on the PlayStation, I by having Xbox Gold, Live Gold, um, you get two or three free games a month anyway with that. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's no shortage of entertainment as such with them. Yeah, and I also think the step up now from console to the next generation isn't. It, I don't think it's as big a step as what it used to be back in the day. No, I mean, we we spoke about it before moving yeah. up to PlayStation, the first one from yeah. a, a SNES or whatever, and that was ridiculous. Um, yeah. I think now, over the years, you slowly, certainly from probably maybe PS3 up to a fourth from from me. I don't know about from your side, but I, you you can see the difference, but they're mm. more subtle. They're not like wow, now I feel like I'm in the game. Yes, yeah. it's just kind of smoothened out picture quality and things like that. Yeah. And the gameplay, obviously, the loading times are a lot quicker. I agree with you, and I, and I, I think if if I was a young kind of um, my younger self where I would play games or on PlayStation or whatever a lot more frequently, then I'd be more keen to have it kind of sooner rather than later. But now as a, as a parent and, and my kids aren't old enough yet to really be um, gaming just yet, although I have used my, um, I've dug out my NES mini um for for my son to have a little play around with because i think the layout of the buttons is a little bit mm. simpler he's he's nearly four so he's enjoying just getting a feel of it and i think it's a yeah. lot different to having a controller with you know eight buttons with yeah. 
with a D-pad and an analog stick. So, about but going back to it, I just don't think for the time that I invest in gaming now, it's yeah. far it, the cost far outweighs that. Which I could probably spend that on a new laptop, or mm. um, I'm not buying another TV, so I don't need to worry about that. I've got that sorted. <laughs> so, but yeah, they're, they're, I think there's more important things that I could invest yeah. that in rather than on that straight away. But a bit like you, I think this time around I might wait a bit. Yeah, good question, Mark. Because I think again, I think I think I think he's right, and and you mentioned it there. The last games that I've got have all been downloads from the PlayStation Pass that you get. Or that you yeah. play or PlayStation Plus, so um, and and they've had some really good ones to download. So, you know, it's um, yeah, and that's it. The games they give away for free now aren't, you know, terrible games. But you know, it, it, it depends how how fussy you are, and if you're the kind of person that wants all the latest games, yeah, and that sort of thing is is great for you. But if you're happy with playing a really good game that's maybe like six to 18 months old yeah and you can get it for free it's, yeah. it's it's absolutely amazing isn't it um what was interesting just to add the um well two things one about the playstation one about the xbox um i read it was a maybe a week or so ago that sony had said that the the generational life so how long they plan to sell these consoles um, for the PS5, it will be just over five years, is what they said. But historically, it has been for like PS3, PS2, and that it's been around seven. Okay. So they're planning for this to not be around as long. But and it's apparently the shortest ever for any PlayStations. Um, so I don't know whether that's that they've seen that the technology moves along so quickly, but. Um, yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting. But apparently, they're even with sort of like disruptions in pl- supply chain and that, I think they're still planning on selling a a, a ridiculous amount of them. They're mm-hmm. sort of ramping up production yeah. to so that they're getting a huge amount. Um, but on a, on an Xbox front, the other, the other thing sort of related to what we were just talking about, um, they recently discontinued Xbox Live Gold. Um, right. for 12 months so you could normally buy them for, I think it was like a month, three months six months, 12 months um, now you can, you won't be able to buy that 12 month variant and it's unknown, the speculation is either with the the new console, they're either going to give you online play, which is basically what the gold gives you, for free mm-hmm. or they're going to make you get Game Pass, which will get the because that basically includes the gold side of it anyway um so now wife would be really generous to corner the market or they'll completely screw you financially to to get it so it'll be interesting seeing what way that goes that is interesting because you could you could you could unsettle a lot of kind of um loyal fan like microsoft fans and i think as much as i mean i'll i'll play on an xbox if if there's one to play, you know, if I went around your house, I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't play this. No. But, you know, people are very kind of loyal to the brands mm. I think, that they stick with. I've been PlayStation, yeah, since since the birth of PlayStation. So, yeah. and and I think that could, you know, if, if they'd done that with PlayStation, I mean, I, I always get 12-month um, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, Which is about 30 or 40 Quid a Some, year. something like that yeah. yeah 
yeah, something around that. And and sometimes you can get that. They'll they'll do an offer so you can get that a bit cheaper depending yeah. on times of the year and that. So I I think that's good. It allows me to play online and especially with games like FIFA or whatever. That's handy. FIFA update by the way. I've not played it now. I've not played FIFA. This is this is like. I sound like an alcoholic here or a drug addict who's who's gone clean for for a period of time. I've not played it now since, oh God, probably at least three months. I reckon. Dude, I'm doing, I'm, wow. doing, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. It's, it's, um, it's one day at a time. Yeah, but it's... you have um, played sixteen hours of Football Manager every <laughs> single day during this period. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> So, well, to, to finish up, I think um, uh, just something interesting um, that I saw, which interest, well, I found it very interesting. However, there, there's a bit of a plot twist to it. Um, there, there is one remaining blockbuster video in the world, like a physical store. The, the, the brand that's in a place called Bend, in B-E-N-D, in Oregon, in, okay. in the to northwest of America. Um, which is a, a store that still rents videos and still, you know, rents physical um, sort of media from the local community. Um, and I think the sort of particularly it's kept going by the local residents. They didn't want it closed and they like the experience still of, of this store. Um, but for charity, the manager of the Blockbuster has decided to make it available to rent on Airbnb. So you you would rent you'd have access to the store overnight. Um, it's a, the one night you can rent it for, um, and they've set up in part in the store and they've recreated a sort of nineties style living room. So you, you you've got your carpet, you've got a sofa bed which will convert, and you've got sort of like a retro uh, duvet and stuff. Um, you've got a, an entertainment thing with a, a big square tv sort of rather than a, a, like a modern tv with separate uh, vhs and dvd player and yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff um yeah and uh, which i think is pretty cool and the way they've uh, sort of recreated this is pretty cool and i like the idea of you know having the the retro snacks and and, and things like that for your stay um oh yeah if you wanted to rent it, it's September the 18th, 19th and 20th, apparently. However, since there, there was a link on the particular article what I saw, um, which led you to Airbnb, but that's now been taken off. So I don't know if they've changed their mind or whether they've actually had... It's gone under. Know, it's, it's all booked up or they've closed it down or, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so the, the, the rental um, opportunity doesn't exist, it appears. Um, but, yeah. That's an awesome idea, though, isn't it? Because, yeah. that you know, we were of a generation where you had VHS. I worked in a um, video rental store, so I remember yeah. the the changeover. And you'd even though DVDs came out, we would have pretty much. I think as the shift went more towards DVD, you would only get the um, kind of top. I don't know, 10 films mm. on, on a VHS copy as well in case people didn't have DVD players at that time or whatever. Then we kind of moved into Blu-ray. I think I'd already left there by then, but I'm guessing they probably phased out VHS then. But yeah, there's certain general... I mean, you know, our children probably never experienced 
that that kind of era well they definitely well, did. No. never experienced a situation where you don't don't think i want to watch this film and you press a button and it's there rather than yeah. you know going, to rewind having a look reading the back of the covers and, yeah. and all of that stuff um, yeah so yeah, and even, gives... even just the whole recording on a vhs and things like that mm-hmm. i mean that yeah, you know, used to, yeah, just what a mad scenario that was when you think about it to, in today. But again, I mean, we've been, we've talked a lot about technology on today's show, and it just says it all, really. Where they're they're bringing back some of these older things from from yeah. our lifetime um, as a as an experience now. Mm. I think it's yeah. pretty. It's cool. I, I think it's really, really cool. I, I love that whole idea. And I think that's that's what I quite like now is like nostalgia as a mm. as a as a thing. You see it in adverts and you see like characters like turtles or whatever popping up in stuff. But I think there's so much opportunity now that like with that blockbuster, is as you said, you create an experience out of it. Why yeah. shouldn't you be able to, you know, you can look look at a, a book or you can look at a, a website where, oh, I remember that or whatever. Wouldn't it be cool to experience, uh, be in that place or, or whatever? Yeah. It's, yeah. Maybe, maybe with everything that's going on now, in 30 years' time, people might have an experience where they go and work in an office rather than exactly. from Exactly, yeah. Imagine that. That would be mind-blowing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, that that's the, the end of another enlightening episode of This Week in Metropolis. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we certainly did. I think we've had a, we a, had, did. Had a good time talking about things today. Um, our new website, well, our first official website is up and running. Um, so you can find all the links for our social media and for where our podcast is and the various platforms um, at, if you look for www.thisweekinmetropolis.com. That's where we are. Um, Go and check it out. Um, Also, thanks again last week. If you haven't checked it out already, go and listen to last week's show where we had Adam Wheeler on from the Secret Protectors comic he kindly, Matt, sent you and I a copy of his favourite, The Sopranos, season one. Um, which, which is amazing. Uh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you, Adam. I, and it's on DVD, so, you know, nostalgic. I got, yeah, I've, I, haven't got, <laughs> I haven't got a dust out of the VHS. He, didn't, he wasn't that cruel to us. Um, but thanks, Ad. Much appreciated. Um, he's Him and Ben have started their Indiegogo Indiegogo um, fundraising campaign. campaign. So um, go and check that as well. But yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, last episode of the series next week. And then we'll uh, be taking a little break. Yeah, little break. And then we'll be back to season three. But we will speak to you again next week. Goodbye. Transmission over.